Good morning and welcome to today's episode of the workbook lesson. Uh, today's lesson from the workbook of A Course in Miracles. It's wonderful to be here and I'm just really, really glad you're here with me in this 
shared dedication in this uh, endeavor is what we like to call it where we bring to bear all that we think we are for one single purpose and that purpose is to return home to follow in the path that has already been laid out for us by virtue of what we are as holy perfect as the holy perfect son of god there is only one of us um so of course you know, the, the the song and uh, my intro tells you what the lesson is today it's lesson 317 of the workbook of a course in miracles for those of you who started uh, doing the lessons on the 1st of January this year we are now on the 317th day of 2018 it's nearly over guys wow that went really fast didn't it so it's the 317th day and the lesson today is I will follow I not I will follow but that I follow in the way appointed me Wow that's the way that you follow whether you realize it or not and what is interesting about that is that there's no choice in the matter there's no there's no choice in what you are you are what you are whole and perfect as created by God that is unchangeable that is immutable and that's just the way it is and sooner or later hopefully sooner you do um, come into that recognition you come into that realization and you follow in the way appointed you willingly and happily because it's only in the mindful following of the way appointed you that you experience joy that you experience peace that you experience love that you know yourself as light there is no other way the only way to be truly happy is to be as you truly are which is what happiness is okay so these are words and we throw out these axioms and we throw out these maxims and these aphorisms and these proverbs and these statements and you know some of them are very pithy and some of them are very witty and, uh, and we we love that we can mouth them and we love to quote people who have said cool things or who've said true things and you know ultimately none of that actually really means anything because the taste of the pudding as they say is in the eating it really lies in your own personal unmitigated experience only you can realize the truth within your own mind and that's just the way it is and you know it, it's really a matter of are you asking the right question now the way the reason I say this is that you know everyone who's ever tried to teach uh, quote-unquote a course in miracles in the sense of you know doing what I'm doing now you know um, 
and giving a podcast or, you know, uh, teaching a live class where there are people around who are able to ask you questions. And you will know that the one question that is inevitably asked, and the question that you asked actually before you came into this realization, into this teaching, is, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Why do bad things happen, period? You know, if God is all love, how does he allow a world like this? Now, this is not, not new. This is the question that every single apologist has asked. And this is a question that you have asked. And the problem is not that. The problem is, are you asking the right question? Because if you ask a true question, you cannot not get a true answer. And so, let's just take a look at that for a moment. What question are you asking? And why are you asking everybody who seems to be in the same boat? If you are going to challenge God, why don't you ask God directly? Because I guarantee you that if you ask God directly, you will get a true answer. I absolutely guarantee it. And the answer is not necessarily um, within the framework of your own conceptual analysis. Uh, the, 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 the answer always comes by way of an experience. The answer always comes by way of revelation. And so it's not really about telling, it's about showing. You are shown who you are. It's really that simple. And you get to experience that on a deep level where it's impossible for any question to actually arise. This is A Course in Miracles. And so in our podcast today, all we're really doing is inviting you to ask the right question, to ask of your source, and to be answered. You cannot not be. The answer is already given because you are already created. So if we take the example, for instance, of today's lesson, I follow in the way appointed me. This is, I follow in the way appointed me. It's already done. The way is appointed. You're not being asked to make up the way. You're not being asked to chart the way, to, you know, come up with a GPS solution. No, the way is appointed. The way is inherent in what you are. You cannot not, I mean, follow the way. Because you know what? You are the way. You are the truth. And you are the life. And so to question it is really to question meaninglessly. You have no other job than to be as you are. The difficulty that you have had up until this moment is that you've tried to be something else. And you can't. And so your questions, your meaningless questions, are really coming from a meaningless idea of an attempt to be something that you are not.
the question doesn't make any sense because you are not that. That which you think you are, that from which the question appears to emanate does not actually exist. Again, it doesn't do me any good to tell you this. You must have the experience for yourself. You must follow in the way appointed you. That's what it is. And so the process then, by which you arrive, if you like, at the decision to follow in the way appointed you, is a process that we call the last judgment. That's a very interesting idea. That process by which you arrive at the decision to desist, to cease and desist from your attack upon yourself is called the last judgment. So, what is the last judgment? Listen to this. Listen very, very carefully. Because remember what I just said. It's the final judgment that you will ever make. It's like the final choice, isn't it? The final solution. The last moment. So listen. Christ's second coming gives the Son of God this gift. So we have some very interesting ideas here. We have the idea of Christ. We have the idea of second coming. And we have the idea of the Son of God. So what is the Christ? The Christ is you. The Christ is you as you truly are. The dawning on your mind of your true identity the undoing of your meaningless questions is literally the second coming of the Christ. It is your awakening, your rebirth, if you like, your own experience of awakening to your true self. Okay? This is the gift the awakening gives you Christ's second coming to hear the voice for God proclaim that what is false is false and what is true has never changed. Do you see? That's a real experience of the undoing of the idea of a questioner. The undoing of the attempt to be as you are not. It's a revelatory experience of self-realization, realizing who you truly are. Wow. And so it's really interesting when you look at it, that there comes a point, and that point has come, 
when you see that your meaningless meanderings in your conceptual mind are not really getting you anywhere. They're not get. They're not. There's no gain to you in all of that. You don't receive any true answers. You you are never at peace. You're just stuck in a loop. And so the point of that realization that you've been stuck in a this loop of meaningless wandering, of meandering, and that you don't want to do it anymore. You don't want to look, you know, within your denial to find the truth. It's not there. You don't want to look within uh, garbage to find the treasure that is really yours. It's not there. So at some point, here and now, you can actually decide that you don't want to do that anymore. Because you know what? You don't want to do it anymore. It hasn't got you anything. This is a turning point. This is the relinquishment of the unnecessary attack on yourself. This is your moment of Father into your hands. I commend my spirit. It's really an amazing thing, and I'm going to I'm going to have to fact check myself on this. But it seems that in the Psalms, and I only really discovered this yesterday, <laughs> but Psalm 22, and I'm going to fact check myself on this, and if you get there first, um, please fact check me. Um, but it seems that it's in Psalm, in the 22nd Psalm, that King David asks, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? This is in the 22nd Psalm. Now, why is this meaningful? This is meaningful because the 23rd Psalm comes immediately after that. Isn't that an extraordinary thing? The 23rd Psalm is the Psalm that says, Ah, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Though I seem to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. My cup is full. You anoint my head with oil. I'm at home. Fear is the stranger here. Isn't that amazing? So in a particular sense, and if you want to do this sequentially, the 22nd Psalm is your moment of, okay, I can't do this anymore. God has abandoned me. Woe is me. I can't find any answers. 
I'm lost forever. I'm stuck in hell forever. I don't want to be here anymore. I need help. And what happens? What actually happens in your surrender is your surrender. It's your laying down of the attack on yourself. It's not like there's a bargain that's being made with God that God says, oh, okay, stop doing this and then I'll do that. No, that's not how it works. Everything is already given. You are the holy, perfect Son of God Himself. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. What happens? You find yourself in the arms of your Father, where you have always been. So the last judgment literally gives you this gift to hear the voice for God proclaim that what is false is false and what is true has never changed. And this the judgment is in which perception ends. Wow. Psalms 22 and 23. And of course in, in Christianity you have the example of Jesus Christ going through all the stuff, the suffering, you know, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? That's a direct quote from Psalm 23rd, uh, Psalm, 20, Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you letting all these things happen to me? I've been teaching, I've been, I've been, you know, proclaiming your name, and you're letting these people attack and kill me and hurt me. And then it's, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Ah, it is finished. Wow, isn't that great? At first you see a world that has accepted this as true, projected from a now corrected mind. And with this holy sight, perception gives a silent blessing and then disappears. Its goal accomplished and its mission done. The final judgment on the world contains no condemnation, for it sees the world as totally forgiven, without sin and wholly purposeless without a cause, and now without a function in Christ's sight. It merely slips away to nothingness. There it was born, and there it ends as well. And all the figures in the dream in which the world began go with it. Bodies now are useless, and will therefore fade away, because the Son of God is limitless. The Son of God is you, your true self. Your, your soul, if you like, whole and perfect as you were created. Wow. Wow. You who believed that God's last judgment would condemn the world to hell along with you, accept this holy truth. God's judgment is the gift of the correction he bestowed on all your errors, freeing you from them and all effects they ever seem to have. To fear God's saving grace is but to fear complete release from suffering, return to peace, security and happiness, and union with your own identity.
God's final judgment is as merciful as every step in his appointed plan to bless his son and call him to return to the eternal peace he shares with him. Be not afraid of love, for it alone can heal all sorrow, wipe away all tears, and gently waken from his dream of pain the son whom God acknowledges as his. Be not afraid of this. Salvation asks you give it welcome, and the world awaits your glad acceptance, which will set it free. Wow, there is a peace that this world cannot bestow. It's a peace that lies deep within you. It's a knowing that you are whole, that you are perfect, that you are safe. Nothing can prevail against you. There is no world. You are dreaming. This is your awakening. You're awakening to your true reality. Wow. This is God's final judgment. You are still my holy son, forever innocent, forever loving, and forever loved, as limitless as your creator, and completely changeless and forever pure. Therefore, awaken and return to me. I am your father, and you are my son. Wow. Wow. This is real. This is a real experience. Seek it within your most holy mind. Oh, there's Claudia. Hi, Claudia. Hi, good morning. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't looking at this screen. I was reading from my other screen. Wow. Thank you. I love you. Okay, let's play a song here. Um, Lord of my life. Here we go.
Wow, what an amazing song. What a great, great song. Wow, thank you so much. And hi, Liliana, and hi, Claudia. It's so great to see you guys. Thank you so much. And Liliana, please give Ebony a huge hug and a kiss from me and tell her I love her. She's so on my mind, so present. And Freddie, too. Give my love to Freddie. I love you guys. I'll be seeing you really, really soon. Everywhere. <laughs> okay. So, our lesson today. Our lesson today is that there is a whole new perspective that we are gaining in the recognition that we are not these little bits of flotsam and jetsam floating mindlessly through space. That this is not what we are. We are the infinite light of God himself. There is no separation between God and his creation. 
that we are the love of God, the light of God, and we can come to know that. And when I say come to know that, I'm not speaking about gathering data perceptually, but we can actually let go of our ideas about ourselves and let ourselves be shown. And that's a real thing, that is a true thing, and it's happening now. We literally follow in the way that has been appointed already, the way appointed us. I follow in the way appointed me. So let's take a look, because that's our lesson for today, lesson 317 of the workbook of A Course in Miracles. So listen to this. I have a special place to fill, a role for me alone. Just let that sink in for a moment. There is a role for you. For you. Just you. Has nothing to do with anybody else. It's just you. It doesn't involve uh, your fantasizing of other people, places and things. It's a role for you alone, deep in the recesses of your mind, where you really truly encounter your one self, you alone. That's an amazing idea. Salvation waits until I take this part as what I choose to do. Until I make this choice, I am the slave of time and human destiny. Or as we say sometimes, human density. <laughs> so listen again to this, because this is crucial. And this is wholly mindful. This isn't really about attending workshops or uh, doing exercises or making lists or any of that stuff. This is a moment of communication with God. Because you really are asking to see, to know the truth. You are accepting that you are not just an accident of creation. that you are created by the Creator Himself. That He knows you and has a role for you alone. 
So you really begin to see that how you've defined yourself as, you know, one of eight billion possibilities <laughs> couldn't possibly be what you are. Do you see, do you feel the intimacy of that realization? That there is a role for you alone. That it has nothing to do with time. A role set for you, given to you by the creator of life himself. That you have a role in life. Wow. Far beyond your own definitions. You, that's an amazing thing. And until I take this part as what I choose to do, until I make this choice, I am the slave of time and human destiny. But when I willingly and gladly go the way my father's plan appointed me to go, then will I recognize Salvation is already here, already given all my brothers, and already mine as well. So creation waits on you. That's an amazing idea. Think about that for a second. Heaven is calling you. you. And when you answer that call, you will find that everyone is already in heaven and has always been. Wow. So here's your prayer. Here is your affirmation. Here is your statement to God. You are saying this. This is coming from you in your recognition that you are willing now to go home, to be at peace in the loving arms of your Father. Father, your way is what I choose today. Where it would lead me, do I choose to go? What it would have me do, I choose to do. Your way is certain and the end secure. The memory of you awaits me there. And all my sorrows end in your embrace, which you have promised to your son who thought mistakenly that he had wandered from the sure protection of your loving arms. I follow in the way appointed me. Wow. Heaven is calling. And today you answer that call.
You answer the call of heaven. You follow in the way appointed you. Softly 
Wow, heaven is indeed calling. And uh, we are committed today to answering the call of heaven, to following in the way appointed us. Father, your way is what we choose today. Where it would lead us, do we choose to go? What it would have us do, do we choose to do? Your way is certain and the end secure. The memory of you awaits us there. And all our sorrows end in your embrace, which you have promised to your son, who thought mistakenly that he had wandered from the sure protection of your loving arms. And yes, I read that in third person plural because there is only one of us. I follow in the way appointed me. Thank you so much for being here with me again. Special thanks to Liliana and Claudia. Thank you for dropping me those wonderful notes. I love you with all my heart. Thank you everyone who tuned in and even to all the guys who didn't think they tuned in. It's impossible not to tune in to the call of heaven because that's all that's really happening. I love you always and I will see you everywhere as we follow in the way appointed us. We go our way rejoicing in the endless love and light and joy of God. You have been listening to Voice from Heaven, live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone. Medicine is one of the most difficult, fast-paced, yet rewarding paths you can take. You can set out on your own and navigate the student loans, the bureaucracies, and systems that define a typical medical career. Or you can apply for the U.S. Army's Health Professions Scholarship Program and launch yourself into a medical career like no other. Your tuition will be completely covered, and when you graduate med school, you'll learn from and work with some of the most elite minds in medicine. That's the Army difference. Learn more and apply today at goarmy.com hpsp.